Hey y'all, hey. So 7.30-ish on a Wednesday night. So you know what it is. It's the Natalie Sugar Brown Show where me, Natalie Sugar Brown, a former uh, active pugilist, meaning, you know, I used to fight. <laughs> um, professional women's uh, boxer. This is my platform here to talk to y'all out there about the life of a baddie, of a woman boxer, and you know what that means nowadays, as opposed to back in the time, back in the day when uh, Sugar had laced them up and, and was, was guffing in there too. So, um, hey, oh, hey. Sorry about last weekend. Uh, if, for, for, my, for those of y'all who are true, um, I miss I, I missed a date and I'm sorry. I hate being stood up myself. But uh, Sugar had some things going on in 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 the Sugar world that I had to tend to, um, and and I, I I couldn't I couldn't get to my guys here on Talking Fight fast enough to give you guys my misfits the update on uh, what's going on in the Sugar world. So I'm here though. I'm here today, Wednesday. I'm not sure how long the show gonna be. I know my, my my babies out there, y'all misfits, y'all could be fickle. So when sugar don't show up, it take y'all a while to come on back. But I'm here. I'm here. And those who are new, thanks for coming. Thanks for chiming in with me. And I hope I get to have a conversation with some of y'all. Don't be shy um, tonight about what, what I'm going to talk about tonight, right? Uh, and chime in, you know, chime in ain't nobody scared i'm not afraid you know answer ask me questions because the women's boxing is a world it's a field that is quite new even though we've been true it's quite new to the uh average fight uh goer or or fight fan uh, you guys know these these young bras that are uh, behaving badly now, right? But we've been behaving badly for a very long time. And so um, there's shenanigans and there's bull jive and there's, you know, just there's a lot of um, garnish, unnecessary garnish that uh, sugar brings to light here on the on the sugar show. And I do it with love. Um, you know, a, a lot of people out here are real sensitive, sensitive about the truth. And the thing about it is sugar don't sugarcoat nothing because it wasn't sugarcoated for me. I just made it sweet, right? So I don't sugar, my loyalty is always to the truth. Right. So for my fellow ladies who have behaved badly and who are behaving badly, trust when I see the real, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to praise you guys for doing, for being real out here. But when I see that fake, that, that foul, that paper, that bull jive, the okie doke, I'm at to blow the whistle on that garbage, right? Because at the end of the day, I want, we want, I want the fans now to 
know what's going on and 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 so when you guys out here know what's going on the people um and how hard we work and and what it takes to get into the spotlight and 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 to to be a woman doing this boxing thing pro boxing thing uh then we can get a little value into our industry which has been stifled for years right women's boxing we we've been doing it for years and some of us made out good and some of us uh we just kind of scraped on by but at the end of the day we like to fight and we behave badly. And I believe that there's value behind that. And there's a special kind of value on the market that we should be um, compensated for. Okay. So let's talk to talk tonight. So tonight's episode is who feels it knows it. And the reason why I am chatting about this is because I had a conversation with a near and dear relative, relative who um, shined the light on the fact that a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand what it feels like actually being in a fight. And so when, when you guys out here expect or or see certain things it's like oh he could have did this or she could have did that or i would have did this not knowing what the hell it feel like under those lights under the pressure under the noise with the with, you know with everything going on you know would you would you make all of these wonderful right decisions are you prepared? Are you made of that fabric? You know, and I think because of that, it also that that thought process of the average Joe and Jane actually affects our market value as fighters, especially women fighters, right? Because as glamorous as some of us may look and as pretty as some of us may seem, that shit is really ugly in there and it hurts, <laughs> right? And it's frustrating and it's just a toxic place to be. And now once you're in it, you have to find a way to control it in such a way that you become victorious, okay? Now, there's no rules in having a conversation with sugar. Okay. At, like I said, ask me, ask me, because I don't expect all of you guys to know the factual information. I mean, it's out here, but I mean, sometimes the facts that are out here in Google land <laughs> ain't the real lived facts and understanding. And, 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 and I'm here to, to add some perspective to those, uh, that th those pockets of content that you you all may find, um, I've I, I've learned that a lot of people who chime in actually speak to some of uh, my fellow uh, women pugilists one on one, right? So um, I I just I like to 
translate what a lot of the things we say, I like to translate it because I think if, if there's real, some real understanding about what's going on, then we become more interesting, right? Not on a superficial level, but you know, the, the deeper, the more intimate you guys are in getting to know us and getting to understand uh, what women pu women's pugilism is, um, the, the longer the relationship we'll have, right? So I'm big on that stuff. I love, love, I love relationships, good ones especially. Now, um, I got my lovely assistant here tonight with me, um, baby. I, I, Sugar always got a slideshow. And so we're going to start off with the first image. All right. So now, um, when I talk about what it feels like to be in a fight, a lot of what may come to mind is actually standing in the ring face to face with your opposition. But that fight starts way, way, way before that moment, that particular moment. That fight starts when you decide to put that person or or when the understanding of who's on the radar okay now back in the day right when when sugar was out there and a lot of others with uh women pugilist was out there we didn't really have we didn't have the internet as such and there wasn't as much information available to us as there is now right so if you heard a, a broad's name you were hearing her name authentically like if that name kept ringing and coming across and coming to you um that meant she was fighting and how they spoke to you uh, meant um, what was said determined what kind of fight you were going to or you would possibly have with this broad. Now, we have the Internet. We got YouTube. We got every plat. We got these platforms that now at the touch of a button, you got footage in front of you on on any broad that's out here, which I mean my whole thing is it's, it's kind of yeah it's, to me it's like it's a cheat code right i i think it makes it easier for fighters in general nowadays to have that at you know at at their fingertips because even male fighters like back in the day of days right there was only the name and there was the network the name and the network, meaning you put the feelers out there and they'll tell you the kind of fighter they are. You could, they could tell you if they're strong, they would like at the same time, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? You guys, um, it's a double-edged sword, meaning that I believe the information that we got back in, you know, back in the day was more detailed because you were able to get the perspective of the general population in the industry about 
a said fighter, right? So you would hear, if you were hearing a lot of the same things about this fighter, unpaid now, right? People ain't getting paid. It's like they just, it's in the industry. This person has been putting that work, putting in rounds, and they're seeing it. So, you know, they're telling you, if they tell you, oh, they strong, they got a good right hand, they got the hook, watch out for the hook, you know, or, you know, they got sweet feet, things like that. It gave you a really good um, perspective of how profound the skill set and performance uh, was of, of the, this fighter in that time, right? Because these are people who were boxing people. Okay, they 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 knew the craft and they were around and and they they were seeing everyone. So if certain things stuck out, it really meant that okay, this person they're pretty good. This this, this skill or this thing that they do, they're they're pretty they're pretty good at it, right? Because it's just a it becomes a recurring theme, right? Um. So, um. You know, I'm not sure what the consensus out there was about sugar, but I know, um, I know that I, sugar had that a good right hand. Had she, sugar had power. Sugar has power, but the 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 cannon was it is my right hand, right? Um, and I, I'm an orthodox fighter, so my my right hand rests behind. And that's my, my, if they're counting, if you're counting, cause some people count the punches, one, two, three, my, my jab is my left. The number two is my right hand. Okay. So that being said, you know, I, I, I put some shit together on your ass and, and, and dish the cherry on top. Just, just put it that way. Right. Um, and when I landed, it you know, it, it it had bad intentions. So hence why, you know, the nickname out there also is too bad or miss too bad because um, the punches, my punches had bad intentions. Anyway, going back to what it feels like. So in that time, you know, I'm and I'm speaking from my lived experience. Um, whether amateur or pro, the responsibility of all fighters is to know what the environment is, meaning what the environment will like, what it's a jungle out here. And you gotta know the the types of animals in your atmosphere, right? In in your ecosystem, right? So I was a welterweight light welterweight i was a light welterweight as i mean i was a 147 welterweight that fought on the lower end as an amateur and then i was a junior uh welterweight or a super lightweight uh as a pro because i always walked around at the lowest of my weight uh class the, the thing is i was very strong or i am very strong for my size so uh that was something that um i was able to manage so moving on um when you know the environment or the playing field you know who's 
a weight or a weight class or two up from you that you may need to keep an eye on and you know who's a weight class or two down from you that you may need to keep an eye on and they're looking at you too right um and sugar always says this you know you're a different fighter um in a different way in at, at a different weight right <laughs> sugar wouldn't be the same fighter if she dipped down five pounds as she was at her actual fight weight same thing she wouldn't be the same fighter if she went up five pounds right so um you you just kind of know you know where you you know your sweet spot you you know where you um you you're at your best and you're going to perform at your best the thing about it is now people out here are doing research especially these matchmakers especially these uh, managers and and these promote these people who do their their the stalking for their fighter and um they see how well you do uh in your different weights they see you know if they they see how your performance is heavy they see how your performance is light they see how, you, how your performance is on your on your uh sweet weight right so um that being said you now when when you have an understanding of what that environment is you your responsibility is to be prepared right for anything especially i i'm always going to refer to back in the times back in uh back in the day you know when um because we didn't have a database so to speak we didn't have footage uh readily available so when we trained we trained for anything that could possibly be coming at us, right? I, I I would be walking to the ring and after round one is when I realized, oh shit, she's a southpaw. Or, yeah, and my coach would tell me, cause should, I, I go in there and at, at that time, as you, I guess as you mature, when, when you're early, you don't even see these things to be honest right when you start off early in, in the fight in the earlier rounds you're just trying to get yourself situated right so little the, the big things look like little things like you when when they swing and when you know what i'm saying when 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 the when the bombs in it are coming at you you may not realize what what the lead hand is or or what their lead is right so a lot of the time I come back after the first round and surprisingly coach will say she's a southpaw oh that's why <laughs> to be honest right um not that i'm not prepared for it but it's like that first round you know the first two rounds it's wild it gets wild it gets freaky in there right they, they, everyone's unnerved Right. Um, and so I have a picture here, you know, to to the left of me, because these two guys, gals here on the side and depending on like my my brain gender might not be the gender that you see to be like not saying that not not going there. So y'all don't take me there, but in my mind, so 
there are people who are, are more logical thinkers and there are th people who are more emotional thinkers. And it's, it's really all about what the brain is. So from what is understood, especially in the fight world, males or men are logical thinkers and women are emotional thinkers. Okay. And that's what, that's what I'm going off of. Okay. And I've, I've experienced it enough to, to, to say my perspective that, you know, there may be some truth to that. There may be some truth to that. Right. Um, so that brain, my brain, I had to change my brain as I, as I evolved and as I grew up uh, from a young, from a young lady, from a teenager into a woman, into this sport, from thinking emotionally and, and controlling that emotional um, response and, and becoming a more logical thinker with everything that's going on. So we got the brain and, and, and then we got the heart, right? And that's the same thing. But that heart is a different the thing, right? The, the, the heart is the engine that, um, that the brain presses. So your heart, uh, emo your heart responds to these emotions and, and responds to these, these chemicals that your, your brain releases, right? So these two here, they, they gotta be in order. They gotta work together. Right. And, and so that's where I'm coming from. I mean, I'm not telling y'all what it feels like to be in a fight. Like I'm trying to tell, I'm, this is a teaching moment, y'all. I'm here to teach y'all something. Okay. So, um, once we understand that, and mostly the person that needs to understand that is, uh, your coach or your trainer, because, uh, as sugar, you know, sugar, this ain't sugar's first show or rodeo. Like I, I've been trying to teach y'all this whole time, right? When we go into the temperaments of a fighter, right? Your coach, your trainer, your people, your corner, they have learned you. They understand your temperament. They know and they accept your strong points and your weak points. Okay. And, and, and it's their job now to, you know, uh, kind of herd everything together or, or to put everything together where you are able to perform at your best. And also you're able to perform at your worst. Okay. Now, as I've said, brain sends out the hormones. The hormones are the emotions, right? We feel the chemicals that our brain um, releases, right? And our reaction may be to the hormone, meaning it hurts, I'm gonna cry. Or that's emotional or logical, that hurts. Why does it hurt? Where did it come from? What can I do to stop it? You guys get it? Y'all get it? Well, if you don't, talk a little bit more. Now, lovely assistant, 
bring on the next image. Ah, so what you guys are looking at, what this mug shot is, is the main culprit of what it's all about, the foundation of what drives us in that ring. Um, the the government name or the you know the the fancy name is epinephrine, uh, aka adrenaline. Okay, so this is the culprit. All right, and so um, adrenaline is a hormone released by um, the brain that triggers the fight or flight reaction okay and that reaction is an emotional reaction right um and so we're going to get deep into it so uh, adrenaline is re released mainly through the the activation of, of nerves co connected to the adrenal glands so like this is biology going on okay and so when the fight starts this is released. I said the fight starts so much earlier than um, that moment when you're actually standing in the ring in front of your opposition. For me, the fight started when either I saw the roster of who was in my weight division or when I saw that contract come in. That's was my first burst of adrenaline because now, okay, that's a challenge, right? Let's see, somebody chimed in already. Michael Orr, hi, sugar. Hey, Michael. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Um, thanks for chiming in. You are, thanks for coming to see me this Wednesday. This conversation tonight is um, who feels it knows it, meaning like what is the actual feeling of fight of a fight and i know mike you've been in a couple right because yeah um sometimes sometimes you 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 wind my my you know my, my switch sometimes you wound me up the, the way where we we could guff at it too right but um i wouldn't be guffing at i, I we wouldn't be we wouldn't really be fighting uh, fair because I, I I probably try to take advantage of you. Um, yeah, I said it y'all out here in cyberspace. Um, but Mike knows I have things for him. Anyway, Mike, uh, we're looking at um, the culprit, the main culprit um, in the start of a fight, which is uh, epinephrine, aka adrenaline. Okay, now. Um, it, it activates the fight or flight response. That response may be logical or emotional. Okay. So the brain and heart works together in that response. Um, now there's, there's, you know, a reaction, uh, regardless of what the mind is doing, there's a physical, um, impulse or there's a physical thing that happens inside of our bodies when this adrenaline is released right so um the, 
it, it, it and it happens like that, right? It, it's it's not a slow thing. It's like boom, right? Um, within minutes of the uh, of the happening of the thing, right? So, like I said, within minutes, when I look at that roster and I see who then signed up, right, to fight. I take that every last one of those names as a channel challenge. Why? Because as a fighter, I believe, I believe that that's, that's mine. That title's mine. I'm going to be the last one. I'm going to be a champion, right? So they don't, they all signed up to fight me. Excuse me, y'all. So, you know, that's my thought process. So the adrenaline gives me a, gives me like a rush. And at first, <laughs> when I first started, and even with the contract too, when that that contract comes and you read it and it got your name and it got that other broad's name and, and where y'all going to meet, what time, what day, what weight, right? That's a rush. That's a challenge. If anything, that's a challenge because now you, we got a contracted date that means you gotta show up right and what i signed my name on that dotted line i signed my life on that dotted line and so will she right so from that day forward we're doing everything we can to be ready okay so that's when it starts right and so in the Duration of that time between the challenge and actually getting into the ring is the fight. And a lot of people starts to fight. And a lot of people in getting to the ring, a lot of people can't manage the emotions, the feelings, the stresses, the obligations, the responsibilities that happen as you get closer and closer to that date or that moment. Okay. Lovely assistant. Um, do we have, can you put on the other picture, please? Made sippy sip. Mm. Now I, I did this, um, I, I, I'm, I, you know, wanted this dia diagram um, because it, it, it really outlines, uh, you know, I have an opportunity to, to like point and, and, and talk about the details of, of, from head down, right on down to the uh, fingertips of the feeling, right? Because um, a lot of us really don't know. Right, so let's start with the brain, okay? So that brain sends out this signal, the adrenaline, right? Right on down to the eyes. So the eyes, we all of a sudden have tunnel vision. Tunnel vision meaning that this is the priority. This is what's important. There's nothing else that's happening outside and around that's most importantly more than this, right? 
And it, and you got to be committed to that tunnel vision. Trust me. Um, I've had deaths. I've had divorce. I've had injury. I've had all of these things. But my vision has to be tunnel. I can't deviate. I got to keep my eye on the prize. And so that's what happens with fighters, right? That's And that's a big reason why fighters go away to camp, right? That's important. Fighters, to me, fighters don't go away to camp uh, like they used to, right? There's no camps. I, from what I've, I'm seeing out here now, there are no camps. And camps were important. I I, I got a lot of my experiences and, and knowledge and um, I, my, my name, you know, kind of grew in because you, you, after a while, the camps that you go to, you start becoming a name where if you're if you're a good fighter, if you're disciplined, if you show a certain caliber of performance and and just um, demeanor, the type of fighter you are, you get invited to different camps, right? And you can be invited to the camp just to add a bit of, um, you know, you're going, you're running every day with everybody, you're training every day with everybody. So that fighter has, has that motivation. You add to the motivation of the energy of that one main fighter that the camp is about to get ready, right? Or your work. Right. So you you get invited because you're a good fighter out here and it's an opportunity for you to get in rounds with uh, this fighter who's getting ready to um, perform at, at one of the highest, um, you know, at, at a high level. So it's like going to university, you know, um, and you would you. you like I said, people would people would know you from the camps that you've been at. And if these certain people, if these type of people know you and your name is on that caliber, then your value, your street value and your brand now becomes, you, know, you get a little change on your name, right? So um, that's why that's important. Now, when you're away at camp, things happen at home, things happen in your life, but camp is supposed to take you away from all of that. Okay. Um, and it works. Now, fighters who don't go to camp, like you, most fighters don't have the luxury of going away to camp. Going away to camp means that you have a handler that's taking care of your business. You're getting paid while you're in camp, you're getting your, you know, your obligations are being managed or you're getting compensated for being at camp. Your family, you know, you, you're, you, you get uh, paid, you, you have the funds, your family has the, you know, your family is okay. So <clears throat> you're able to really focus and, and put your all into being at camp. Okay. Now, like I said, the average fighter does not have uh, that opportunity. And those opportunities now are very few and far in between because uh, as I've spoken to um, 
old school guys like uh, Tim Witherspoon, who who you know he he has his 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 platform with the guys. Uh, he's old school, so you know those camps few and far in between it, they're not happening and so therefore the knowledge isn't being uh why certain things are done or the little tricks and and those things are are slowly disappearing because people who have no clue people who just woke up one day and said oh I'm going to be a uh, I'm going to be a trainer and I I can I can do that by reading this book or I watch a lot of fights on YouTube. So I I I know how to, I know how to be a trainer and a coach, right? I know how to tell somebody what to do in their right? Now you have these stumble bums that come in oh especially now. Oh no, yes, I'm I'm going to throw this shade out there because it's necessary. This broad out here that's doing the pads, that's doing the pad, that's doing the pads. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who taught you that? Where have you been? What education is it? Is there behind you playing back patty cake with random people? I mean, this this bitch done made it to a movie. You know what I'm saying? And you could tell that she don't know a, a, a left hook from a fish hook by the way she's doing the hand pads, right? And that's been a debate. That's especially the debate is getting stronger and stronger nowadays because back in the day and, and really how it is, is pad work wasn't, pad work didn't explode or didn't get popular or wasn't even like, re, re, wasn't even um it, it wasn't something that a fighter um especially thought that they were gonna get until Floyd and and Uncle Roger came out with the 24s and Floyd doing all this stuff on the pads and now you know people think because they they like they can do hand patty cake stuff you know that they're able to, because the hand pads look good, they're able to translate it to an actual fight, which is, I think he, I think Floyd and them, Floyd and Uncle Roger set a lot of people up for, um, you know, to get hurt, right? Because hand pads was never supposed to be a thing like that. Hand pads are are something, it's like just something to, to see how sharp, the the fighter is sharp meaning what's the reaction okay what how 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 are they running their hands to calibrate them in what they're doing what the rhythm is what the coordination is with their feet things like that right and and it's to see it, it was for the trainer to see if there was any hiccups in the flow of the fighter okay that's what hand pads are for now like i said you got people who now they learn how to play patty cake on you know they playing patty cake with the pads and they got the sweatsuit on and they look cool you look cool as hell ain't you i went in the gym one time and i seen this this dude in the right said ain't you because you cool you look cool as hell doing that shit, right What's that for? Why are you holding the pad like that? 
So when you hold a pad like that, what's the reaction? When you hold a pad now, where is the fighter to go? And so I start asking questions and, you know, this, the stumble bomb started seeing that he didn't know. So he's in there with tools that he don't know. And I know, right. And so when you put them on front street like that, which you supposed to, right. Because you suppose if you see somebody that that's like you know someone that's false advertisement you in the ring holding pads for somebody you're teaching them movements and you're you're showing them things that you don't even understand and know that's like false advertisement you're setting them up to get hurt right so when people see that you know they become uh conscious and 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 they feel like you're attacking them but you're, you know, they're the ones that stepped in the arena. Anyway, uh, Cedric Sports Training says, what up, sugar? Keep dropping that knowledge. Thanks, baby. Uh, Cedric Sports Training. So that's Seti, um over there, up there in, um, up there up north in the great north Canada. He's a, he's a great general. Uh, and, and those who are new, I call a lot, I, I call the good uh, trainers, good coaches, generals, right? Because you training somebody for that. I mean, that's legit war, right? So, uh, Cedric, Cedric is a, he, he's a general up there in the up North. Uh, he, he's been, he's been in the, in the game. He's been, um, uh, mentored by some, 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 some good, good knowledge in the game and and he's now spreading his knowledge as a general and uh, I tell you I appreciate it so thanks for chiming in and and it's for me it's an honor for for people like Cedric to to um check in and say what up sugar because um it 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 lets me know that um you know I know what I'm talking about, even though I know what I'm talking about. But, you know, when you when you in the cypher or when you spitting your, you, you know, you spitting your little flow and one of the, you know, one of the generals out there was like, shorty spitting. She got bars. Feels kind of good. Um, So back to what I was saying, you know, you 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 get that tunnel vision. Nothing else is important right it, or or the priority is now getting ready now um this is the actual time like auditory uh exclusion that's the ear okay so that's your hearing and awareness right so eyes and um cedric sports training says uh everyone watching hit the like button thank you seti because i be forgetting to tell people yes y'all hit the like but and even subscribe, like and subscribe, right? Share this sugar, even sh share this sugar, right? Um, and chime in too and into this conversation. Like, there's no right or wrong. It's a conversation. Ain't nobody here to judge. Sugar don't judge. Sugar wants to know what's on your mind because I'm gonna tell you what's on mine. Um, so you know the ear and auditory like. This is a real, so imagine like, like I said, the fight starts for me when I see the roster or when that contract comes in and every little moment, there's moments from then on that triggers that, that those spikes of adrenaline, 
right? But I'm 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 on. I'm locked in. Now, where this odd this ear, the auditory and the tunnel vision, that where that really um is is maximized is when you now are closer and closer when you're around it it could even be inspiring you know where you have to visualize this person or it's now the stress now you're being trained to get to this stress level and in the training that you're getting to the stress level the training brings the adrenaline right and so in the training now your team, your people, especially your coach, because no one starts off perfect or great. You start, you're supposed to start off a, a big pile of, you know, mess. And what, what you do is you grow into a polished and professional uh, performance after, right? It, it's you're polished and you're professional in in the end of the, at the end of the 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 training camp and the training period, right? So, um, you know, you're hearing things, you're you're hearing things that you may not that that you may not have been in tune to uh, previously. So, especially in a fight, right? And so. I'm gonna fast forward it to like being in the ring, and or or being at the press conference, or or even you know being at the gym where certain things like before where you'd be around certain things you don't hear because certain and and then once you hear that those things, it'll trigger you, right? So the main trigger, the trigger that we all uh, react to in in boxing is ding 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 the bell okay that bell is the trigger like you can hear that bell right you know like till this day like now i know i know i know that bell i know when it's two minutes i know when it's two minutes 30 seconds i know when it's three minutes like i just know Right, I, I've been conditioned. My ears and my body has been conditioned to know and react to that. Right, when you hear that, I ain't gonna tell you what that is, but y'all in the fight game, y'all know what that means, right? And you know what to do when you hear. Okay, now. There's a logical reaction to these things and there's an emotional reaction. And it depends on where you are in your brain and your heart. Okay. Um, and we, we, you know, I'm gonna talk about this, talking to, you know, it goes, uh, so your ear, you'll hear certain things, you'll hear certain voices, like the the um the auditorium or the, you know, the, the venue could, is, is like people are screaming and, you know, shit is going on. But for me, the only voice I hear is my coach and my mama. <laughs> it's funny. It's so funny that, you know, there was, um, I was fighting one time 
and I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't doing so well in the round. And my mom came down. She she came because she never used to, she never used to like to see sugar in in the ring fighting. And my mom, yeah, y'all know sugar's Jamaican a little bit, a lot of bit. And so my mom's very Jamaican, right? So round wasn't going too well, and she came down from where she was. And she put her like she she always she had a dress on. My mom's always this, you know, little cutesy, a cutesy gal. Okay. Um more more bark than bite, right? Sugar was the muscle. My mom, she she a Beyonce uh lady. So she came down because she done seeing her daughter. She didn't somebody getting the best of her. She said, Natalie, you're the sister that y'all beat you. <laughs> Like I backed up out that, and I look. I said, "Mama, what you doing down here?" She, my mom's like at the lip of the ring, at the apron of the ring. How the hell did she get down there? That's another story, right? Well, look at her, Mama, what you doing down here? Everyone, I'm hearing people cheering, screaming, or whatever. I hear my mom's voice, right, and then I hear the coach. Nah, Natalie, get on your jab. Get on your jab, right. I get my mind back right. I'm starting to think logically now, right? So, the, I mean, these are the things, right? And so what you hear also causes a reaction, right? And it could be, if you're prepared for that reaction, then boom, we on go. If you're not prepared for the reaction, that is when the coach especially is concerned, right? Because if you're reacting to things and you can't get a hold of yourself, then, Plan goes out the window. Strategy goes out the damn window. They they just on the sidelines hoping you don't mess up, right? So, um, that you know you you see things like your eyes. You'll see things. I I remember um talking me me and my ex husband who was a fighter used to talk and he he was like you know I could never focus. Uh, when I when I was fighting, I was different in the gym. Like in the gym, he was amazing. But then, you know, under the lights, things were different from him. And I remember him saying, I can't, when I'm in an actual fight, I cannot focus on what's actually going on in the ring. I'm more outside the ring. And I'm like, what does that mean? I didn't know what that meant. And he was like, I could tell if there, if a napkin dropped off of a table or somebody dropped something, I could tell you who dropped it and who picked it up and what they had on. But I can't tell you what the hell, if I got hit with something, I couldn't tell you what I got hit with. And I was like, wow, that's the other way around for me. I don't see nothing outside except for the fighter that's in front of me, which was was a hitch for me because I learned the hard way that you're not just fighting one person in the ring. You're fighting two. That rep is a motherfucker, two, okay? And some of, a lot of the time that ref getting slid a little bit, thing, thing, especially if you're not what they call a side now and they helping that other fighter and you got to know and you got to see what they're doing and you you have to also you know operate where you're dealing with them as well as 
you're dealing with the opposition in front of you. Case in point. Sorry. Yeah, sip something. Ever notice or start noticing when these nasty reps out here yell, break? They'll hold one fighter and they'll push another fighter back. And they'll hold that fight, push the other fighter back. But what you guys don't see is when they do that and they push that other fighter back, they're pushing you out of your range. They're pushing you out of the range that you have fought, right? To get into in order to unload. Now, They've disrupted all the shit that you done work to come together on and you got to start all over again, right? And on top of that, if the fighter who they're working for, right, is smart, then that fighter walks behind the ref. So now you got to go around and find that mother. You got to go around and find them and start all over right? A lot of people don't notice that. A lot of people don't see that. So that's what's going on in there. Also, a ref, a lot of refs, when they touch you, they're delivering blows too, right? When they separate you, they'll push you in your chest, in your diaphragm where you're already, your lungs, you're fast breathing. You're already trying to catch your breath and they push you or they'll, they'll get in between and elbow you where you feel a, it's like a blow and you have to recover from that. And then they'll break, stop, or they'll, they'll like motion in, like they're going to stop. And so then you're looking at them, you're not getting in your flow and you stop and then they don't. Right. So like a lot of nasty things um these refs do refs are refs are um aside from judges i would say ref, and refs and judges are hand in hand there's there's these slimiest characters in in boxing a lot of them are the reason why people have lost their lives right so i want you guys to pay attention out here to uh, how these refs and how these judges are, um, are operating, right? Because then you have somebody who's going through, like I said, the fight and the adrenaline of it all, uh, takes you away from what is actually happening unless you've been trained to understand how to protect yourself at all times. Okay, so your lungs, you start breathing, right? So, but when things happen like that, you lose track of your breathing. So you can't catch your breath. And when you can't catch your breath, you're losing oxygen, right? And so you're not in control of your pace. And start you, so you actually start getting tired, right? So this is what's happening in a fight. Right now, those who are prepared and those have gone through camp and, and have been exposed to these conditions, you know what to do, you know what to expect. So you're good on that, right? Um, the heart accelerates 
boom, 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 and calms down, accelerates and calms down based on the pace that your your opponent or your opposition says and the pace that the referee encourages, right? A lot of people don't see that. Why can't they just, or why? You don't know what's going on in there. This is what's going on in the actual fight, okay? And then you got your liver, okay? And now a lot of people don't understand what that liver mean, right? People use the liver shot. Right? Because your opponent is also attacking these areas. I'm attacking your brain. Right? I'm, I'm trying to, sh I'm trying to sh shake your, your, your skull. And so your brain slams against your skull so you can't think right. I'm trying to damage your eyes so you can't see straight. Maybe you know, one eye will swell and now you only have, you know, vision, your, your vision is compromised, right? I'm throwing shots to burst your eardrum or to damage your ear and your equilibrium, you know, I'm, right? I, I'm describing what we are. We are human butchers, okay? Um, your lungs, okay? And I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna press your lungs and then I'm going to damage areas that deliver that oxygen from your lungs to your body. So I'm gonna punch you all in your neck. When I hold, right, I'm gonna squeeze on you, right? I'm gonna try to put my arm around your, your neck and squeeze it so, right? I'm, I'm doing it all, but people don't see that. That's a part of the performance. Um, who done chimed in? Tony's reviews. Hey, Tony, I haven't seen you in a while, Tony. Where you been at? Thanks for checking in. Thanks for chiming in. Tony's review, review says, keep up the good work. Can't stay, but giving you support. Thanks, baby. Um, uh, and thanks for checking in. Uh, come back and come back and watch this and, and let me know what you think. Okay, Tony, good to see you. Um, yeah, so you know, then I, I'm I'm compromising your breathing. I'm I'm punching you in your chest. You know, these are the things. This is what's happening. Who feels it knows it. So you're going through all of that. Boom, boom, at times, and and it's not happening in any particular order. And then you got somebody that's stopping your pace. And then you got interactions that are happening that you have an emotional reaction to. Right. And you're trying to you're trying to put everything in order logically. That's what's happening in this fight. OK. Um, so with that liver. Right. then people that, that liver shot. Yes. I used to love that liver shot right behind the elbow, behind that back, behind that rib. Oh, I love that liver shot. It'll fold a mofo real quick. Yeah. Especially a lot of broads. A lot of broads don't throw those shots, right? Because they're not taught. They don't understand. But sugar, been taught by some generals out here. So, I mean, I, I touched that liver, right? And that alone folds you. But the liver converts glycogen to glucose. So if that liver is being punched up and damaged, it's going to more so swell than do what it needs to do or do its job. 
right? Because glycogen is that is is energy. Glycogen going to your muscles is the thing that makes your muscles strong. It makes your muscles able to um, contract and 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 give consistent power and and strength. Now, if that's compromised, you start feeling weak. Right. So this is what's happening in a fight. So if this is if you're doing this to somebody, now you start. Now you wait. You touch and you wait. And then you start seeing ain't ain't much on their punches anymore. Right? So then I could walk through some of this stuff. Oh, that was that used to hurt, not no more. Right? Um the muscles get tense because there's no glycogen being uh, delivered. So where they they probably were swinging before, they're not because now uh, the reaction that's happening is they're feeling their power, they're feeling weak, their heart's beating, right? They can't catch their breath, okay? They're getting hit. Then you may have damaged their their vision, their eyes, right? They may be confused from from getting shot, hit in the head, right? Their ear, you know, you you may have damaged their equilibrium. They can't probably can't stand straight, or they probably can't, you know, they're they're feeling they're feeling the damage as as this is going in the fight, right? Even um, and even before you get in the ring, these things start. I remember um, my heart used to just start racing out of nowhere uh, at times when I used to think about the fight coming up, right? The fight, boom, 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 right? So my heart would race, and um, you know, after a while, it it just became that thing, just beca- that feeling, just became normal. So then I, I I started thinking like, okay, logically. Why am I feeling? Why is my heart starting to race? Oh, my heart's starting to race because I'm thinking about this specific thing, right? And so when that happens, now it's not that it's going to stop. When that happens, now my logic kicks in and I'm okay with it. So I know how to react to that happening, right? When I'm breathing fast, (laughs) well, not breathing fast anymore because now I've been trained, right? That's what that's what good training is. That's what knowledgeable coaches do. Prepare you for when these things happen. So when these things happen, I, I can ground myself, right? I'm I'm aware of that, right? When my equilibrium's off, right? I'm aware. Oh shit, okay. Let me ride the rope. Let me go to the place in the ring that I know I can bear up. I, I, I can fight out the corner. I could fight off the ropes, right? Your equilibrium's off. The worst place for you to be is standing in the center of that ring, okay? Um, your eyes, same thing, right? I may, I may fight. I, I, I may fight closer to one rope because I know nothing's coming from this section nothing's coming from this general area so i all i i i'm still within a zone that i can work with i can still be dangerous right the worst thing now for you to be or the worst place for you to be 
especially if you have any damage to your eyes, is where they can people can have space 360 around you, right? So you got to cut off you got to cut off that area even for the ref, right? So you know when people talk about oh he's in the corner, don't go to the corner. The corner's home, right? Depending on what you're going through in the fight, you got to know what's going on. You got to know how to work this thing. Um, one of my generals told me, you know that that ring. That ring looks simple. Four sides, four corners, and then the ropes. Looks simple. But that's one of the most complicated houses that you can walk into, right? Because you can't tell how the person in front of you has sliced up the house. You don't know what room is what. And you can only navigate the fight. You and you're even dangerous too because you've sliced up the 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 ring your particular way too. You know what you do when you go to that corner. You know what's gonna happen in that corner. You you know, you know what this what the space, what the real estate of the ring means, right? Who teaches that nowadays? Who teaches that? Not many people, not many people. But you can always go to your, you know, generic fitness spot, or, you know, you can always go to a, a, a boxing gym and, and they have these quirky names for their, you know, for what they're doing. And, you know, what I've noticed is, um, you know, many of them don't even know what it feels like to be in a fight. But yet, they're selling fight. They're selling the fight game. They're selling you. Uh, they're selling you a product that makes you feel like you can go in and fight, which is essentially playing with fire. Anyway, you know that um, the 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 funny. I'm I'm going to go to the funny part where. <laughs> Or it's not so funny, but that stomach too, right? So then body shots. But even before you get there, um, I remember my teammate used to say, "Ah, oh, here it goes." Like after when when we say say it, we we now go into weigh-ins, and once he gets off the scale, he goes, "Ah, oh, here it goes," and it's like what bubble guts. Bubble guts is a thing. Bubble guts is a thing. And you can get it, like, you can get it at any time. Like, I've had bubble guts when the contract comes in. Like, oh, right? And you start getting gassy, <laughs> right? Because your stomach just starts, your, your brain releases the adrenaline and your body reacts to it. And the organ, the stomach, stomach don't do well with that adrenaline that adrenaline release right and so you get commonly bubble guts i've i i remember i've been in i, I you know you're in the you're in the dressing room and you're warming up and then oh sorry <laughs> because you got bubble guts like this thing is going like you're about to go in the ring so 
um listen it, it, it it's it's not cute it's it's not but it is what it is it's the truth right so when you get that though or or you know knowing that that's gonna come i'm not even gonna lie like you know as a fighter you know what to eat before the fight happens or you know what to eat moving up to that because you know what's gonna upset your stomach or you know what to do you know how your body's gonna react um when the adrenaline starts right so you know some people talk about oh you know i like to eat a steak before my fight who eats a damn steak before they fight unless you're a bleeder right you may i mean back in the back in the day like these things are you ate a steak before the fight and it would have to be like the morning of the fight if, if you're going to fight late at night because that steak provides the protein for the blood that you'll possibly lose or it provides the you know protein for the cuts that you may possibly get so i mean that was like a theory back in the 30s 40s 50s right that they would do that but don't child don't nobody do that no more because we understand what 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 this means and we ain't fighting 15 rounds no more right so we don't kind of don't need that right but it it it, it benefits us that to know why and it benefits us to know that, okay, th this is a real thing that I need to prepare for. So yeah, the stomach, one, even when you're in a fight, you feel them bubble guts. Like I've seen fighters, I've made fighters poop on themselves, right? And it's because there's a reaction, there's a bowel reaction to stress, to pain, to what comes with a fight happening right some people will go will, will um shit up the bed <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you you gotta um th this is what's happening so when people talk about oh i would have did this or oh he could have he could have gone on a little longer or he could have taken him he could have stood around you don't know a, a lot of people don't have that fabric to withstand all of these things happening but you hear all these people with their lot with their solutions to what should have been done or who didn't do what it's just funny um same thing with the bladder right you i've I've delivered shots. I've I've made people piss themselves in the ring because this is a reaction to the stress. And if you know what you're doing, right? And these generals have taught me to know what makes what happen, right? So I'll, I ain't gonna tell the secrets that cost money, right? But I know what to do to cause that loose bladder reaction right i know what to do and it ain't about hitting nobody below the belt in the bladder right there are different things 
And then once that person realizes that I've been pissed on myself, more adrenaline comes because there's a rush from that embarrassment. There's a rush from the fact that this bodily function happened without me being in charge of it. Right. So it's just, it, it it's just, you know, it's terror layered upon terror. Right. And then lastly, we get, uh, the, well, the adrenal glands, right. And that's over there over on the other side, on the other side, opposite to your, um, liver. So th these adrenal glands, these body shots, when you come around the elbow and you plant them and you plant them, right? These adrenal gl glands, now they start to swell and they're not operating the way they should, right? So then the, these bodily functions, like I said, you, you'll pee on yourself, you'll poop on yourself, especially your stomach is starting, you're bubbling, your heart's accelerating, you're breathing hard, you possibly are damaged, the room's possibly spinning, who knows? You can't stand up straight, right? But nobody knows what's going, because as fighters, we're trained to keep going. We're trained to, to look the part, we're trained to be resilient, even though the damage is being done, okay? Hands start shaking. Now, some people, yes, the hands start shaking. So, yeah, your hands are shaking and you're not, and your hands are sweating, you know? Shaky hands means I, I'm, 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 I, may, I may not shoot the shot accurately and I may not bring it back accurately so i shoot the shot and bring it back low i'm open to get clipped right so all of these these things are happening but if you're trained and if you're trained well right with all of this stuff happening you're still able to operate you're still able to execute right and that's the triumph in it a lovely assistant. Do I have any other um, images? I'm already an hour in. So, list of symptoms, okay? List of symptoms that distinguish an adrenaline rush, okay? So, um, you have high and very swift rate of heartbeats. Like I said, your heart start beating fast, right? Some people, that's a panic. That's in it. So the emotional reaction to that is panic, right? But there's some people where, you know, you want your heart, now I'm ready, I'm locked in. My heart's beating fast. And they always say, it's the people that are the calmest when Stuff when the shit is hype is the most dangerous. And I'm explaining to you why. Because they're not reacting emotionally like anyone else. They're calm, they're cool, and deadly. So yes, you need to be careful for those who are calm, right? When 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 stuff is getting wild, because yeah. 
they're locked in. Okay. Then there's the sweating, like I said, and them underarms start, and you get it ain't the it ain't the sweat like oh I'm cool sweat. It's the stank sweat. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, like it's that sweat that releases the body odor, and you're like, oh shoot, I've had it. I'll share it. I'll tell you, right? I've been there. I've been through it, where you know that 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 hard sweat that come and you're like. Okay, that's what, but you feel it come under your arm and you're like, oh, shoot. Okay, that's that nervous sweat. People sweat from their hands. You could probably see the little glistening across. Oh, yeah, your body is, is, you know, we all have different reactions, but it, is your body going to release that, that sweat? Okay. Sensory perceptions of smell and taste and touch are elevated, which is true, um, especially uh, like what I've experienced is the smell. I can smell blood. I can smell sweat. Um, uh, touch is elevated, meaning like when there are times, like some, I've had many generals many coaches and some of them used to do this thing where you pinch the back of your neck like this like and they did it one time i like all right I'll tell you a secret don't judge me right but um i mean i grew up in the south i grew up around some uh, some things right so i mean you see the dog fighting you see the you see the cock fighting you see uh, you see a, a lot of stuff right and one time you know i saw that one of the, the one of the people who owned the the animal that was fighting do that i was like my coach does that to me right it's a it's a sensory thing that that makes your you know makes you aware makes you now on edge for what's going on go fig right um don't judge me i never bet on none of them things it's just i was in i grew up i i can't help the way i grew up okay it is what it is i don't advocate for that stuff but i appreciate it um sensitivity to painful feelings is reduced so a lot of people would be like a lot of people say this garbage i can't uh boxers like getting punched in the face bitch i don't like getting punched in the face i don't feel it now after if it has happened enough like i'll feel a little soreness whatever but at the time i'm not i'm not feeling none of it Right. And if I feel it, that means I'm ain't no drill. I'm not locked in. Right. Because even when sugar got dropped, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I just knew that I was on the like, shit. I'm on the ground. Right. I got clipped. So it's not i mean just to for for you you people who are not in the fight game who or when when how it feels to be in a fight a lot of us even winning or losing we don't feel the the strikes we don't feel the hits we don't feel these things happening right we don't feel them per se to say oh that hurts you feel it where it it 
you feel the effects on your body, right? So, um, and, and when you feel the effects on your body, it's scarier than the pain, right? Because your, your body functions, like we walk around, you hold your pee, you hold your farts, you, whatever it is, you, you can move your eyes around, but what happens when, if somebody does something to you and you can no longer control your body functions, it becomes scary and stressful. That's how it feels to be in a fight, right? And you have to, whether you're winning or losing, I, I, I have been winning a fight and have been hurt to, to a degree where it's like, oh shit, that's a shot. But I'm still winning, I'm still operating, right? Because I've been trained to deal with it. I've been trained to, to persevere through that. Um, and a lot of fighters do that. It's not only oh, they hurt, we didn't feel it, right? Now, if you do feel it, it's a good ass shot, right? And and those happen too. Um, pupils become dilated, yes, pupils become dilated, right? And you you just yes. It it's just you can see everything. Sometimes everything looks brighter. You can see the details, you can see down to how the person's chest is moving up and down, right? You can see them swallow. You can see these things, right? But if you are having, if you're not in control of what you see, then you panic or you don't know what to do, right? You, you, you panic. But if you've been trained to now think logically, oh, I see that. Okay, I know what to do or I know how to attack that. Right. So this is what's going on. I'm giving you two perspectives, one of someone who is going off of emotion and one who is going off of logic. This is how it feels. This is the perspective and how it feels uh, to be in a fight in both um, in both situations. Right. I've had situations where I'm, it's an, everything is more emotion than logic. And I can say I've always lost. And then when I'm in a situation where I'm thinking logically and I can, I, I, I can manage the emotions, I win, right? So this is what I'm explaining. This is what I'm explaining. Pain is one thing or whatever, but there's a psychological value and a pain value to this. Um, experiencing nervousness and tension, yes, right? And when you're nervous and tense, if you're responding, re, re, responding emotionally to this, you can't think about nothing. Nothing makes sense. You can't focus. But if you're responding re responding logically to it to this nervousness and tension you can now take inventory of why you're nervous and where the tension is coming from am i tense in my jaw am i tense am i am i tense in my arms like 
depth and we do the exercises and the and 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 the drills to release that and we can fix ourselves right when you're responding emotionally you're not even you're, you you so you, you can't even uh take inventory you can't even keep up with what's happening to you so you lose control right and you you help the other person in your demise you 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 are you're in the one of the the main um contributions to your demise when you respond emotionally you know a lot of people when get get mad get into it right get mad get it do all of that but there's a logical way to fight and be in a fight and there's an emotional way to be in a fight and i've been both and i've had the experience um possessing more physical power and strength yes right because it, now you have the the body's releasing that glycogen Right. And if your body's releasing the glycogen and you have more physical power and strength, if you're thinking logically, you'll know how to distribute it and you'll know how to keep a pace that'll keep you going. But when you're responding emotional, meaning you you have no control, you're swinging, you don't even know you're swinging as hard as you can. You don't know. And next thing you know, what happens? And that's where they want you. They want you good and tired. Because when the heart ain't getting enough oxygen, everything slows down. And you can't get your brain straight. If there's not oxygen going to the brain, you have don't have much power, right? And the power is the power to decide and make the best choices you can to be victorious. Um, and then and lastly, right here, it says fast paced breathing. And what well, what a lot of people don't understand is the breathing is one of the most, is, is not, if not the most important thing, one of the most important things, right? Because oxygen is the staff of life. You got to get it in you. Right. If you can't breathe, if you have not, if you don't have control of that, you can't think. Right. And when you can't think, then you cannot operate. And that's a scary feeling. And that is how it feels like that. That's that's just the feeling that someone has. We're not talking about now punches, you're, you're catching punches, punches are landing, or you have to move out of the way of attacks, or you see the ref cheating, the, the person's headbutting you, and the ref is sees it and doesn't say anything, and you're getting mad, or it hurt, you know, you're responding emotionally. These things are happening in the ring to make you lose control to take that logic away from you. And you still have to persevere and fight. No one no one truly understands the way that feels and no one has articulated that that's the feeling that's going on in there. Okay? And you know that you're on a time 
limit. I have to, sometimes it's like, I have to win this round. That's even more stress, right? You get hit, boom, I got to get it back. Right, your heart starts to beat fast. You start, you, you go to a pace that you did, probably didn't train for, right? You lose control. Um, lovely assistant, next image. So I think this is a cute image here, right? Because a lot of us fighters, like we, a lot of people who are spunky, have that spunk about them, they think from their hearts, meaning you react from your heart, your heart will start beating fast and you start going, right? And anybody who, like love is from the heart. That's why we do crazy things when we love and in love, right? Or when, when we're being loved, oh, making love, right? You do some things that you you generally would not do in the day, you know, in, in, in the daylight and I'm for just about everybody, among just about anybody, right? So you're thinking with your heart, that heart, is the the second the second brain we um my grandmother used to say we you got three brains okay think with the right one <laughs> we'll, we may go i may give you some clues on what the third brain is but i think y'all know <laughs> so um but that main brain we don't we take it for granted we don't really use it the way we should this, the heart is is what we go off of because that's that emotion. We feel it. We don't feel the brain. We feel the heart. Put your hand on your heart right now. You feel it. Put your hand on your head. Do you feel yourself think? No. Right? So um, it, it's hard to, it, it's hard to um, get a hold of that concept. And so a lot of us will bite off more than we can chew when it comes to being in a fight, right? Because logically, you may have to operate some a, a certain type of way, but your heart makes you feel like shit. Um, I can do whatever. I can do this. I can, I can pick a fight. I, I, I can, you know, the adrenaline is pumping. I, I, I I'm equipped. I'm equipped for this smoke. You know what I'm saying? Where the fire at? Right here? Because I'm, you know, or I got the smoke, right? The brain be like, we ain't run. We ain't doing no sit-ups, push-ups. We ain't ready for this. And that thought process, too, is um, before that bell rings for the actual fight, if you know that you've put everything that you could possibly do into preparing for that fight, your brain says, yeah, we ready. So while your heart's beating, your brain and your, and, and your heart is on the same line, we're ready. But on the second, uh, you know, on, on, on the flip of it, your brain will be like, well, you know, we skipped a day in running. We didn't, we didn't really train all the days. Oh, 
you know, I, I had to sweat down to make this weight. Like you start, the brain starts at that moment before that, for the bell rings for that first round, you'll know, you'll know, right? Because you start second, you start thinking about what you didn't do and wondering if how, how this is going to go. Right. But when you know what you did, when brain and heart work together, you're like, whatever it is, whatever it is that this round was, however, this shit start, I'm ready. Right. That's so, you know, that that's. These are the feelings. This is how the, who feels it knows it. So I'm telling you the feeling of it. Right. Because I know it. Um, lovely assistant. Next. Next image please, right? So I, I just think these images are so, so cute. Cute, right? Because that, um, oh, okay. Um, looking at the, the, you know, just the image here, the, just going um, into preparing your heart, you know, that a, a lot of people don't understand this. It's not just about, um, getting your heart ready that's it's a mental thing and it's a phys physical thing um the physical thing is you have to your your heart has to be strong enough to press right so if somebody turns it up on you you could turn it up too and you can be on that level you're strong enough to do it back to back to back you're strong enough now to physically handle somebody while you're pressing them while you're throwing punches right so that's that's like that's endurance right uh cardio now is i'm i'm able to aerobically move i'm able to move i'm able to be everywhere i'm, I'm able. so those things have to you have to have endurance and you have to have uh cardio fitness aerobic fitness right to be in a fight if you if if any of those two things are missing then that it determines the type of fight or the type of way you can perform okay so the, these are the inventory that you have to take when you're in a fight like i might be able to i might be able to you know uh i might be able to get in close or i might be able to move them but i might not be able to do it for too long because i'm not my heart is not as strong right or I may be able to move around a little bit, but I know I'm gonna get tired. You thinking that as in it when you're thinking logically, but when you're thinking emotionally, when you're just thinking with your heart, you, you don't know what's happening, right? So then you you have the little heart, you know, in in the yoga pose, um, knowing how to still your heart, right? Knowing how to breathe and and regulate that feeling so your heart doesn't get out of hand right? That doesn't start beating and, and out of control. Um, you have the heart that's just kind of jogging and, and, and just the heart, your heart got to be healthy. And you have to know the potential and, 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 and how much of it you can give in a fight, right? Uh, metaphorically and practically, right? How much heart do I have in this fight? Um, I say 
in the recent mega match between Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall. I think Savannah Marshall didn't have the heart. I think Clarissa Shields' heart was more conditioned, was the stronger one in the fight. And I think that was the difference in the turnout in, in what made uh, Savannah Marshall uh, you know, not be so, not be the victor in that fight because she had everything else, right? She had the size, she had the power. Uh, she she was in she was in good shape, and Shields wasn't hurting her. So, what was it? What stopped you? What stopped you from taking it? You had a heart, baby. So, in this fight coming up with her and Franchon Cruz, which is very very interesting. I'd like to see how she's, she, you know, how she's made the adjustments in going into her next endeavor now. Lovely assistant, next image. All right, so now we got the brain. So like I said, I like these little cute pictures because um, in, in the whole training and getting yourself ready and being in a fight type situation, these are all th th this brain that I'm, I'm trying, but you see all of that, all of these ways and, 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 um, how your brain, how the, your brain, how this brain is, that could be one round right there. <laughs> your brain goes to places that you have to be you you have to understand where it's going in a fight your brain is just not on one level right you you got to be you you got to step up you got you got to calm yourself you got to go back to strategy you got to be brain i mean you got to be you know an intellect in, in in making decisions should i step should i pivot should i sidestep you know like you've got to it, it's why? Because the, the fight is not progressing. No one knows how a fight is actually going to go step for step, strike for strike, right? So your brain is doing all of this while the fight's happening, okay? But when you are now off, um, fighting off of emotion, when you're feeling the emotion, there's only a couple of these things that may stand out right and and you can see the one with the the question mark right that one that one comes in big the one on the bottom where the, the brain is like that that's a bit frustration because you're you're trying to figure stuff out you may have one of these where you land a good shot right and and i think those three are going over and over and over again in in a fight where you're just emotional right because you're just kind of trying to figure things out do you have some success and say you have frustration and you're going along you're you know you're you're um trans transcending from those three states right where logic opens the door to many more many more dispositions that you can use in the fight Okay, who feels it knows it. Lovely assistant. I want to wrap up soon. I I know y'all got some stuff going on. All right, I ain't never been rushed because y'all know sugar be having long shows. But okay, um, lovely assistant. At the end of it all, 
right? The brain, you see that book there? The brain must understand that there's a strategy, okay? And there's a method to the madness that happens in that ring and in a fight, okay? And like I said, who feels it knows it, okay? And if you, regardless of if you've had the highest echelon of experience, I, I'm a pedigree amateur to where I fight in the street, I'm from the gutter, right? There's a method to the madness. And being in a fight doesn't, um, being, coming from the amateur fight, I mean, having amateur fights or having street, that doesn't determine um, how you feel being in a fight. What determines how it feels being in a fight is you understanding who you are and being real with yourself right? And a lot of people who talk about fighters and think they know this game, game, and I say it with quotation, have no clue about who they are. They don't know themselves, right? Because they ain't never been in a situation where somebody's tearing their ass up they haven't experienced the feeling of not being in control and having to persevere through that. And so that's why I wanted to make a show about what it feels, the true feeling of fighting because Boxing, uh, lovely assistant. Is there any other images? Um, is there any other images? Okay. Um, your, your, your brain and your heart have to be in tune, right? Um, in, in, this, in this, and that's why I ended it, um, my slideshow with this, right? Um, I'm just going to leave you all with this. Your brain and your heart are the things that work together. And that's the that's what you feel in a fight, okay? I uh, y'all can get rid of get rid of the slideshow, make it big, cause I'm gonna wrap it up now, you guys. Um, the feeling of fighting, like I mean, one of the most recent fights is a male fight where um, Tank stopped um, Ryan. Uh, well, what's his name? Um, Javante stopped, um, what's the little boy name? Garcia? Yeah, y'all know, it's a big fight. And they said the boy gave up. Before that bell rang at the weigh-in, I knew he was gonna lose because I saw his heart and I saw how he reacted to a lot of the things. And I saw how the, the the boy Tank was acting too, right? Because the fight happens every day. The fight happens every day when you wake up and you'll either you're truthful to yourself or you'll lie to yourself. But you got to know what's going on here and here. 
okay? That's a true feeling. And we fight in so many different things. We fight for love. We fight from our jobs. We fight for relationships. We fight in relationships. Sometimes it's a good fight and it feels good. Sometimes it's a bad fight and it, feels, it hurts so bad, right? But you got to know that you're in a fight and you got to know how that feels. And you got to take inventory of it and know that now you got to think logically it ain't going to stop the hurt. It may not stop the pain. But when your brain is in it, you can make decision, better decisions for yourself. And at the flip of a coin, who feels it knows it. So if you've never had the experience of being in there and having someone deflower you because that's what this game is it's legal assault we are human butchers if you've never had somebody butcher you or attempt to or if you've never butchered someone you ain't got no tongue to talk right I'd rather, I'd rather go 10 rounds with so-and-so. That person got knocked out, so they're no good. Well, who the hell are you to say? Have you ever been in there for 10 rounds, for 12 rounds? Can you last three minutes in there? You haven't? You've never? Shut the break up. And that's it. That's how I'm going to end, you know, tonight's show, right? I want to bring some reality back to this situation. I want to bring the reality back to this fight game, especially with women too, right? A lot of uh, these broads out here, the fights are orchestrated, right? So they don't even have that feeling. They really don't have that true feeling of knowing that they're going to walk into possibly the fight of their life it's all been pretty much orchestrated, right? Except for sometimes where, you know, the, the, um, the spirit of fight presents itself. Hence, uh, when, when homegirl um, Erica Cruz um, uh, busted uh, Amanda Serrano open, had her leaking, had her leaking so bad she couldn't fight she couldn't um, be ready for, for the fight after, right? That's the spirit of fight. That's the game. That's what we sign up for. I know, it sounds crazy, right? But the ultimate, um, the ultimate power is self-governance. And that's why I have so much respect for boxing I have so much respect for people who do it, and I have tremendous respect for the women who do it. Because um, it takes a lot for a woman to put herself in those situations and be naked. Be naked in the in in, in where she is showing her true self, how she reacts to these situations 
and what she is, the, the, the caliber and quality of person that she really is because we're not allowed to do that most of the time. And a lot of people uh, make us feel like no one wants to see that. But what do we do? We behave badly and we have misfits like you guys that like it. So thank you guys for chiming in. Thank you guys for coming to see Sugar. Leave a comment below. Like, subscribe, and share this sugar too. Okay? All right. And let me know how you feel if you've ever been in a fight and what you think about that feeling of fight. Because who feels it knows it. Until next Wednesday at 7.30, y'all know Sugar Face will be in the place. Okay? Um, D. D. Garcia comes in. Haven't seen you for a few weeks. Good to see you back. Well, thank you, B. Thank you, baby. D. Garcia, I'm I'm glad that you've been seeing me. You're new. You ain't never chimed in. Thank you. I, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Listen, Sugar World. I'm I'm a lot of stuff are happening in the works back here, and I'm gonna present it to you guys. But sometimes it gets so overwhelming that I can't show up for the show. All right, but I'm I'm here. Come see me. Wednesdays at 7:30. Okay, Sugar's face is in 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 the place. And leave me a comment. And I love that you stopped in, D Garcia. All right, and and I and and I, I'm glad that you like to see me back. It's good to be back, and I, it's good that you came that um you chimed in and, and let Sugar know how how you feel. Um, thank you, Tony's Reviews, for dropping in. Thank you, Cedric Sports Training. Thank you, Michael Orr, and my guys at Talk Invite, the Talk Invite family. Okay? And like I said, till next Wednesday, okay? Y'all be good, and let me know how y'all feel about this fight thing, okay? Leave me a, drop me a comment, anything. I'm good for it, okay? Until then, bye-bye. <laughs>